1: My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bodwin and Chris Wells. Can't wait. What is that? Did that blow your mind? That just happened.
3: What's up and welcome in. This is In This League on the Sports Grid and the mightier 1090. San Diego. Yeah, Look at that. Not West Coast. uh, The West coast. Not just a pretty little podcast, but a pretty little podcast with a pretty little radio station. A part of the... uh, the brand new launch itl is right. uh in san diego so you guys can hear us uh, mighty late mighty late on the mightier 1090 we are mighty mighty late on the 1090 More early is depending ITL. on
4: who you talk to
3: or who you are or what type of uh, narcotic that you are uh, associating with this whatever is it like- is <laughs>
4: This is the only uh, radio show that I probably won't be up for most days. Yeah, so.
3: that's a good point. I mean, we really could get away with most things, but the podcast doesn't change. Uh, the clock changes a little bit, but ITL rolls on. That is Bogman. You can find Bogman on Twitter, Bogman Sports. Find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh? Holy Tom Brenneman! Holy Tom <laughs> Brenneman! Um, what we got a idiot. lot to I mean here here's a lot to um to digest here. Especially we've only got a couple minutes here to start this off. Three hours of ITL right here on Sports Grid. We've kind of got a little table setter. We've got our boys, boys plural, John Lobb is coming up. We've got Casey Bubba, a little introduction to the San Diego crew to find out what all ITL is about. And so we've got what is it? Hour two is Bubba, hour three is John Lob, right? That's it. Yep. <laughs> hour one is me and Bogman and probably a little bit of Tom Brennan conversation, unfortunately, <laughs> maybe not too much, you know, like, my, oh my, well, that's a really good impression. Here's my impression. <laughs> nope. Click. <laughs> no job. That was me with no job. That was me with absolutely no job. Yeah. I mean, I could have done other impressions uh, to not have a job as well, but yeah. if I just stay silent, that would be my job. Um, Everything that went down with Tom Brenneman uh, was disappointing and insane, also insane. Like t- just for a minute, you know, I know you can focus on what he said obviously is the problem, but everything that happened with it was complete insanity. This week on the ITL Fantasy Baseball podcast, we had Paul Spore and graphs and sleeper on the bus on, and we didn't get to talk about it, but we talked about it after the fact on Twitter. So when we come back, we're going to uh tread lightly and dip our toes into the uh the murky, murky waters that is Tom Brenneman and what he decided
2: to say. Don't go anywhere in this league right here on SportsGrid, Mightier 1090. We'll back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Hey, in this league, look at us, look at us, Huh? who would have thought, not me, not me. who would have
4: thought, not me. not me, look at us, look at us. who would have thought, not me.
3: Not me. welcome back, it's in this league right here on the sports grid where we get on the grid and on the mightier 1090 San Diego, what's up San Diego, what's up, what's, what's up, up, what's up, that's Bogman, I am Welsh, thank you guys for tuning in, podcast listeners, you know, adjusting a little bit, they're like, huh, what? Radio, yeah, where it shows on the radio, very late on know. the radio, the nightier, latier, super super late, like overnight radio type of stuff is ITL. But guess what? We're here to make you laugh, make you uncomfortable. This made me uncomfortable. I guess that's all I know is what we're going to talk about. So you guys can find us on Twitter at is it the Welsh, at Bogman Sports, and of course you can find all the fun stuff over at InThisLeague.com. Sign up with the uh, our Patreon army, secret shows, Group Me rooms. List fantasy, all the stuff you can get it over there. So come and check us out at in this if you would. Thome Brenneman, yeah, Mr. Thome Brenneman, uh, made a grave mistake earlier in the week and uh, said some, you know, uh, like it's one of those things where it's like, boy, it doesn't matter if you thought you were live or not, like mm, you should check yourself, pal. Uh, Mr. Worm, yeah, you know. well, also, yeah, you know, that was something I was thinking about. I was like, who guy on the other end that was like you, you know this isn't the first time that thome decided to drop you know some inappropriate stuff and who are the uh, other guys in the back they're like ha, freneman he's classic like what's look the- his
4: funny his funny funny jokes you know yeah.
3: whatever that was so you know he's live he says uh you know he just says bad stuff and he uh mid-broadcast is taken off and I-, I gotta tell you man it was what happened was like unfathomable, but then the process of him going through and being taken off was next level. And um, we, like I said, I had Paul we had Paul Spore on, uh, we weren't able to, I, it was just me and Paul. you had to come off due to scheduling. So Paul and I are going through the motions. Literally, as we ended the show, the uh, Mr. Tom Thome Brenneman. Nonsense went down, and me and uh, me and Spore were texting, we were kind of going back and just like how unbelievable it was. And, and Boggs, I was like, it was the uh, first what he said was what he said, but the apology was like if baseball had a, an office program, like if it was the office for baseball. Because I don't know if everybody knows, uh, I'm gonna take your thing off the screen here for a minute, and um. I want you guys to hear this if you haven't heard it. I'm not going to play what he said, but I'm going to yeah. play what somehow he begins to apologize and then mid-apology goes what I described as baseball's Michael Scott.
1: I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. Nope. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I'm nope. going to apologize for the people.
3: So um, if, if you're not garnering what we're he, – he mid-apology called a home run shot. Mm, maybe forget it. Maybe check out of that one there, Thome. Also on top of it, the most disingenuous apology you've ever heard. He's like, uh I just want to apologize to the people that write my checks, that allow me to have my uh, weekend boat. I'd like to uh, apologize to the people that allow me to have a Tesla, not a Model 3, because I'm not a poor person. I have a very nice Tesla. I want to apologize to anybody that is upset. Not the the word I said, but anybody that's upset that's going to cost me my job. Uh, I'm very upset at the pitcher that gave up the homer to Nick Castellanos, even though he is someone that I am rooting for. It screwed up my mid-apology. And really, I just want to apologize for the idiot in the booth who had the mic live. He didn't say all those things, but that was essentially uh, um, almost a call of what Thome thought was an apology. Apologizing to everybody, oh, I don't know, except for the slur that he
4: hurt. Yeah, exactly. So uh, very, very, you know, Look, guys have said stuff uh, on the air all the time. Usually it's not something you're drunk. Ob- well, usually yeah. they're
3: drunk like Mark race.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> usually they're not horrible, offensive things either. They, they let a, a curse word slip, you know, I, uh, Mark race famously every swing. This guy's got is an underwater effing swing this mother or blah, 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 all of that stuff. Um, and you know, uh, you heard Harry Carey would get drunker and drunker as the game went on and stuff like that most of the time it's a curse where i remember watching monday night football it was in the middle of the doug flutie hype right mm-hmm. and god i can't remember who was in the booth um and all i know is that al michaels was the play-by-play guy i think it was boomer esiason and boomer esiason goes boy i can't they didn't know they were back from commercial he goes why i can't wait till all this doug flutie crap runs its course and Al Michaels goes no s just really loud. <laughs> all right. I think
3: of is uh um not uh, not Patrice O'Neill. Who is it? Um, who's the who's the comic that got hit by the the Walmart truck and has billions of dollars? Who was on uh, the
4: Walmart Saturday, truck?
3: Yeah, Saturday Night Live. He was on your all you ever do is quote Tina Fey's show Thirty Rock.
4: Oh, but uh, yeah, God. no, I almost said uh, Tracy Morgan.
3: Tracy Morgan. Yeah, there you go. I always think a Tracy Morgan. I uh, forgot he I... got
4: hit by a Walmart truck. Yeah, yeah, he's got all
3: the money now. He's got all the money in the world. And I think of Doug Flutie because of a Doug Flutie bit with him uh, that great. makes me think of. But yeah, I mean, like you hear, you hear stuff, you hear them o- openly go and, you know, they know they're not live. So they're going to talk with their crew and they're going to, you know, good old boys. And like I said, Mark Grace is, you know, he's on beer number three and he's just like, burr, burr. but like foam there he really like he, he let the shades down and he did yeah. the stuff that pisses everybody off. He like his first every point in, like maybe in 1999, this apology would have worked where you come out and you're like, Oh, let me tell you. In 1999,
4: a, they, they would have just gone to commercial.
3: He okay. But yeah, but no, but well <laughs> they didn't, I mean, he didn't immediately do the apology after he said the words he called yeah, some of the yeah. broadcast. And then, of course, Twitter uh, did their work and then he got pulled off. But his first thing is like, "Whoa." I am a man of faith. I'm so sorry to my bosses. Like that might've worked in 99 That's not going to work right now. I'm like,
4: sorry ev- to Jesus and everyone that pays me. No one else. No. Not the people I offended, by the way, you know, he almost did this two weeks ago, right?
3: You, yeah, you were, you shared something in our fabulous group. Me rooms, part of in this link that people can check out. You shared that, uh, cause Thome used to be here in Arizona. Like yeah, we're used yeah. to him. And he, I, I feel like you've, definitely picked out things over time he's not very well liked to be honest with you uh like like i feel like what people think of joe buck they should have thought of mr (laughs) like they kind of got intertwined a little bit but yeah you shared something that uh what did he do
4: yeah so i was just watching uh red's pregame the other day it was the first game uh to kick off the day and uh he forgot he was live and he biffed the line and he he slams his microphone down by his leg. He's standing next to the other Chris Welsh uh, across. From by the way, a totally,
3: totally underappreciated and terrifying moment in this process that I did not realize until Friday. Is that your
4: name is also Chris Welsh. Is that I have been mistaken
3: for not, not <laughs> by physical appearance. I mean, the guy's like 60 years older than me. Chris Welsh, the former pitcher, who's a red broadcaster, red broadcaster. But people have seen my name and thought our podcast had chris welsh so i was a little worried people were gonna start tweeting at me a little bit about like hey your guy is a scumbag love and i'm very glad that that has been pushed under the rug a little bit but okay the other chris welsh and yeah. Thome, what that, so he screwed they, something they're doing that oh. yeah he,
4: he he slams the microphone down by his, his leg and there's no you curse can tell, word in this and we only have about a minute by the way yeah the the you can tell the guy says um the, the guy says, Hey, uh, we're live. And so he realizes that, throws it back to Chris Welsh, and then he thanks God that he didn't say anything stupid. So okay, here it is. It. Here we go. The
1: Ohio Cup, Mr. Welsh. And when you talk about this year's pretty quiet to the, stop, <laughs> to the top starting rotations in all of Major League Baseball. We're doing this live, by the way. I want to let you know, God, that he got very dangerous. Very dangerous.
3: I like that it's you broadcasting it yeah I like that it, they can tell it's you that did it because you were laughing in the background yeah uh, yeah, guess what Brenneman? We now know exactly we know exactly what you would have said had you not right. had it not been live we now have an idea, so uh rightfully, so the only thing I hate about it is that he still potentially has a job in baseball, I guess at this moment to be seen uh but don't go anywhere. we gotta do a quick break. We'll be right back right here on sports grid.' The mighty at 1090. it's in the sleep.
0: Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In
1: this league,
0: somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork?
1: If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt.
0: Holy mother forking shirt boss.
3: Welcome back, friendos to this league right here on Sports Grid, the podcast edition, the three hours edition of in this league. We got a lob in hour three, and Casey Bubba come up in hour two. Lots of football talk. I mean, dude, like the NBA dra- draft lottery happened, and it completely just skirted under me. I just saw the results. I was like, oh yeah. So we're gonna. Talk I thought about they that pushed that back
4: to October too. I I, 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 I got to be honest with you. I know the playoffs are going on right now. Obviously, my Rockets up to zip. Woo-woo. Uh, but, um, the, uh, the, the lottery, I thought it was going to be, you know, not right before the actual draft, but maybe like, you know, sometime in September and, uh, nope, nope. it was nope. tonight. So, yeah, there's a bunch of crazy stuff
3: that's going on. Um, you know, I've hinted, uh, you and I've talked offline. Like there's, there's a, there's a weirdness that is circling around sports. There's tensions that are running around, um, you know, it's th- everywhere. Yeah. Tensions in a lot of spots. I mean, I, I let my guard down for two seconds, thinking like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah well, we're getting the baseball. This is getting good. Like we're getting this together." And then, like, whoa, more, uh, more p- positive tests, and more games canceled, and Marlins, Mets, and the the, the weekend. Uh, what is it? Subway Series canceled, and it's just like, oh yeah, like every single weekend we're going to go into a multitude of games that are going to be canceled. And I, I don't, I don't, and can't fathom what we're in store for for football but i feel like i want to assume that football probably is able to toe the line closer to what basketball is doing where we haven't had any of that with basketball and it's just like one dude with baseball just shuts down for five or six days and it continues to go so you got you got that negativity that's kind of looming around and then you know you've got the continued negativity of baseball fighting itself in two forms You've got the incident with the Padres earlier in the week, and that's something that Spore and I talked a decent amount about with just the the battle with um unwritten see, rules. Unwritten rules. And did you see my uh my tweet about Wood, Woodward when Machado yeah. hit the grand slam? I was just like, Can you do is this? Is that this all right?
4: Is that okay? Is that's not against the rules,
3: is it? You know, I did craft one I had to I knocked about you 50. had to ra-
4: ratchet it back a little bit, didn't well,
3: you? Well, no, no, no. I tweeted it. And I had to kill about fifteen early likes because my alcohol brain—I wasn't drinking. Well, I might have been drinking, but my (laughs) alcohol brain changed Woodward to Woodford, like Woodford Reserve Bourbon. And I was, and I tweeted it as Woodford. And then if only there there. was an
4: app that would uh, know what you were gonna say. Tech save me. Yeah,
3: I'm telling you. Shout out to uh, shout out to our uh, most recent secret show over on our Patreon. Yeah, if there was only something also that could like. Hey, doesn't matter if you're off air or on air. Don't say that. Because that was my <laughs> idea with the text. Like the tech save me program could maybe be like, "Hey, you sure you want to say that? Like, that's not cool. You know, like you don't usually use that word. Maybe hold back on that. Maybe they could use that to like, you know.
4: How many, uh, how many times have you sent this stupid ducking whatever uh, in a text. And
3: oh, I you know I've what you used, meant to say but. I've used ducking more than I've used the word that I was trying to type 100 <laughs> percent. So my phone probably assumes it right now. Uh, so there's a lot of tensions. Here was another one. How about uh, ba- baseball's bad boy? Baseball's bad boy. Trevor Bauer. Oh, Trevor God. Bauer. Ha- well, OK, to be Don't fair give him that credit. Well, no, I'm, but I did it with a tone. You are you, you did. Very,
4: you did it sarcastically. You yeah, did. you're very like big you're...
3: about tone right now. So, like, I did it with the tone. I was just like, "Oh, this is Trevor Bauer Baseball's bad boy." That was like, <laughs> well, that's, that's Batman,
4: but yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, you, I was you did it with Matt a different Harvey. tone. That's the Dark Knight, but yeah, uh, uh, we did play the other day. I was the pitching day. and I
3: lost. Also, uh, speaking of Dark Knight, not only did we get a screen of <laughs>
4: what? <laughs> what? I still of a joke. I cannot say uh at all and it's it's pretty good okay uh, well. and it involves matt harvey and what tom brenneman said so. oh
3: it texted to me uh- um <laughs> uh but we got the first image of matt reeves batman the batman with uh robert pattinson and we found out that apparently dc comics and marvel they just don't care about like the continuity of having the exact same um storylines by the way which is hilarious because i don't know if people followed but like uh, what was it i i believe it was one of the marvel movies or no it was a dc movie completely uh, i'll check a i completely changed their timeline and storyline because they didn't want it to match another thing and like th- there's this intertwining now both marvel and dc are just like hey we live in a multi uh, multi-universe um Scope now, so like, yeah. hey, Spider Man's gonna have Tobey Maguire and all the Spider Mans. Well, it just released that Batman. Not only was um the original Batman, Michael Keaton, returning for the Flash movie, but Ben Affleck is gonna return as the Batman in that same movie. So they're just gonna play with timelines. So uh, apparently, 2020, this next 10 years is just gonna be all about multiverse, and we just live in a, an entire universe of uh, probably jokes like what Bogman sent me and stuff like that, but. Let's go back to Trevor Bauer, not Batman. Baseball's bad boy. That's Batman voice.
4: Baseball bad boy.
3: Bauer's been Trevor on Bauer. the he's been on like the front lines of you know lots of stuff. And and I hate to say it, but he's been right about plenty of stuff going on. He has lately. especially
4: this year. Like he hasn't been right most of the time. Like when he said, Oh, D backs fans are all stupid they don't know anything. Like he was not right about that stuff. Hmm. Uh he he's being a spoiled little baby. You know, the D backs didn't want him to do his 45 minute warm-up routine or any of that nonsense. He's had rap songs against his teammates. Uh, you read that? <laughs> uh, 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 rap songs against his teammates. He just he he threw the ball over center field last year. He's been a clown uh, for most of his career, but this year with baseball and, and the MLBPA fighting, um, he was right. He was on the right side of a lot of yeah. that stuff, and you have to give him you have to give him credit where it's due, and it's definitely due towards him. Uh, you yeah, know, saying the right thing in a lot of that. The, well, that sense he had an interesting couple days because had he had Astro one. Stuff. Yeah, he had, one, he, had he had
3: one thing that comes back to his side, and it really kind of ties into you know he was an absolute defender of what happened with tatish you know, and I, and you know I was on top of it as well. Not that anyone cares about me, but it was one of my first reactions when I saw it was how ridiculous it was. And you know, he tweeted out like, you you, you know, you want to swing at three O, do it, blah blah blah. So his most recent thing was baseball had agreed as long as there was nothing political or I want to say like massively offensive or whatever, players could finally do whatever they want with their cleats. They could start, you know, having cool cleats, which is a great idea for baseball. I mean, it
4: really was for black lives matter and, and and that movement and all the stuff, because which I mean,
3: which is political. It's against what they're saying, but I, but they allowed that, but like Bauer had been, you know, going on about this for a couple of years. Like, Hey, you know, you should let us pimp homers and you, you let us have different cleats. It's a big thing in football. Whenever guys, you know, was it Kittle would have like a uh, Joker cleats and like, you know, Joker gloves.
4: And yeah, stuff. yeah, a like lot of that. those guys auction off those cleats and, and donate yeah. the money to charity and stuff after fun. each game. So let yeah, the boys yeah.
3: have fun. So Bauer followed the rules to his credit. He followed the rules and he posts a picture of Free hashtag free Joe Kelly tweets. Who's an American hero, by the way? Let's not let's not forget that Joe Kelly is an American hero for his service to our country um, against the Astros. And yeah. one cleat is the pout face, and the other cleat is hashtag free Joe Kelly. Which also I loved that Joe Kelly signed them too. I don't know if like it was a impression of the signature or he I actually signed them. That. Yeah, it's great. And he he's you know he takes a picture. Bauer does, and he's like, this is what I've got. And they didn't wear them. And he tweets after because people were going on, you know, hey, would you blah, blah. And he goes, well, I wanted to wear them. But MLB threatened to suspend him and drop a massive fine and kick him out of the game. And he had said, like, I didn't want to do that. Crybaby
4: move. Such a little crybaby move from Rob Manfred. It's so stupid. You, it, know? you know what it reminds me? It, it,
3: like the um, Roger Goodell. Can be a child, and he does a lot of stuff where it's you know like you know him in the bar stool fighting, and you know Portnoy ended up paying like two hundred fifty thousand to have a party with him, and they canceled it, and whatever. Um So they get up in Didn't arms about the stuff.
4: background check, the Welsh, that's, yeah, uh, that whatever funny. it was. But
3: like it would this on the lines for me would have been like if uh, NFL head coach, which by the way, uh, Matt Patricia has worn the clown shirt of Goodell before yep. if Goodell would have like suspended that coach for wearing this shirt. It's along the same lines for literally for, for him doing the Joe Kelly thing, for them to be like, we're going to fine you, kick you out of the game and suspend you. It's asinine. And he called baseball out on it and he was right. And he's just like, I followed the rules again. They're trying to suppress and not let us have some fun with it. And it was, you know, it's garbage. It's garbage.
4: But yeah, it
3: is. Bauer, uh- Always puts a foot in his mouth, and I don't know if you saw. He had a pretty childish debate. I just, uh, I don't know if you, you probably didn't. No, see I it. didn't.
4: I did not see it.
3: Justin Verlander's brother, um, you know, the one no one knows, Ben Verlander, who used to be a minor leaguer. Ben, ben Verlander. Uh, ben, um, he got in a scrap on Twitter with, with Bauer about being a hypocrite because, essentially, he was just like, hey, you know, you want to promote a guy that threw a hundred at someone and could have killed them. Okay, dude. And Bauer goes cry, and then Verlander's like, "You're a hypocrite." And he he pulled some receipts, dude. He pulled a receipt from a couple uh, weeks before or a week before where Bauer was like, "We cannot have." people throwing at other people's heads this has to end for it blah 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 and then bauer just Good. had no response and he was just Good. like bauer, bauer had some really childish response or whatever and he felt like he got him but bauer got got so where yeah. bauer can be you know your american hero the bad bad boy baseball he also shows what a child he is and puts his foot in his mouth and says yeah. stupid stuff and becomes a hypocrite which i am here for that is what yeah, i right. am here that's for right
4: yeah, yeah. Every time, I'm glad you said this to me. I really needed this today. It's been a long good, day. good, so, good. It has been uh, a long day. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Like you know, I, I would say I'm still on the side of I hate Trevor Bauer because you yeah. know former D back and you know making a rap song against Miguel Montero is just yeah. So it's still, it's still
3: the stupid. biggest, most childish thing on the planet.
4: Right, right, exactly. He's Spoiled little rich boy, his whole life, and uh, you know he can be right about things, uh, but most of the time he's wrong and a hypocrite and a dick. So we
3: should play uh, him the wrong song that's right yeah get
4: our own trevor bauer wrong. remember
3: we're on the radio there bogman but you know we're we're super late so we can probably still get away with whatever we want to say whatever Uh, we do
4: anything except what tom brenneman did we'll be fine
3: yeah (laughs) well i mean not even remotely close all right um we'll be right back don't go anywhere it's
2: in this league
4: I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. After that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Uh, space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work.
1: Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more?
4: Let me tell you
3: something about In This League. Welcome back, friends. It is In This League. Chris Welsh, that's me. Not Tom Brenneman's partner on the Reds broadcasting. My, you know, oh my. You know what? If more than ever, I am just going to go back to really, really going with the Welsh. You know, like I've had people before like, hey, you know, you go by Chris Welsh. That's kind of fun. People like to call me by my first name friends. And, you know, it, it doesn't create so much of the character. <laughs> I think for a couple of weeks being the Welsh is much better than being Chris Welsh. Uh, that is me. You can find me on Twitter at is it the Welsh? I'm not a Reds fan. And, uh, Bogman, you can find him on Twitter at Bogman sports.
4: What was it that, uh, Chris Welsh said last year, something about Ozzy Albies and not being able to understand money because he took a lower contract or something. Uh, was that well, him?
3: Yeah, no, that was, that was, uh, okay. Reds Chris Welsh. Yeah. That he, I mean, he did the bad stuff. He inferred like, you know, yeah, gold. Cha- I, well, I don't know if he did the gold chain thing. That was a pirates announcer that did that with Acuna. Well, Bob
4: Brendley did that with, uh, Machado um, uh, or no, he did it with Fernando Tatis the last year, but it was the same game where Machado threw the bat at Jeff Mathis' feet uh, on a pop up, and uh, he went in after Machado calling him a punk and all this stuff. Yeah, and yeah, and so Brenly got. Yeah,
3: it. you are right about that though. The that Welsh had uh, inferred like Ozzy Albie's, you know, just kind of didn't know, and you know, he was taking lower money, and uh lot. I mean, Reds might want a clean house. You Know and uh, I mean, not that you know that Welsh who follows me, by the way, I think just by namesake, ah. just by namesake, um, they might want to get some new blood in there, you know yeah. like yeah. anybody, like yeah. literally a, anybody.
4: How about a booth under 50? How about that? So, yeah, uh, anyone who is not going to, because I mean, look, how often, uh, behind the scenes have they been saying offensive stuff if they, you know, twice. Uh, in the last year, they've got you, would be, the you would And be, almost three times with that Brenneman two weeks ago. You would be shocked, though, how how many... I
3: wouldn't be shocked. And I, I guess you probably wouldn't. But, like, you know, announcers of, of this type of stuff, some of them, like, I, I've worked with some people that do these remote broadcasts. You know, half of the teams are out here. We're in Arizona. Bogman are in Arizona. And half of the teams out here play their spring training. So you will get, like... Let's just, I'm not going to give a name, but let's infer like a super famous, famous announcer that, you know, maybe even been in like movies and stuff like that. Like that guy, probably not a shock, has an absolute insane trucker mouth. And the minute the broadcast stop, the operators who do the broadcast equipment are trained to immediately mute the microphone because it's going to (laughs) be bing, bing, bang, boom, bing, bing, bing. It doesn't mean it's a horrible thing, but it's going to be, you know, what Carlin said we can't say. That type right. of stuff. So he's
4: doing that bit uh, every yeah. time the the uh, you know TV goes on. At this
3: point, you you <laughs> could you could do Zoom people. ESPN did it okay. You know, it wasn't great with the uh, KBO stuff, but you know what? Just get like any. You get us, you get whoever you yeah. want. You get a couple of people sitting in the room. Well, the
4: road guys just doing it from home. They're not, I'll, they're I'll not take, traveling to any of
3: the state. I'll take so. your cat's butthole who always walks in front of the screen yeah. when we're recording over listening to the tired, you know, old, old that we always right, get, so. right.
4: Yeah. I mean, I've heard, you know, a million stories about Bob Euchre, like, you know, muting the microphone, going check out the babe down there, you know, uh, you know, lines it to second, uh, you know, it, who right at reap Do you remember? um who was the dude who? Must Must be. Yeah,
3: you knew exactly. I was talking about the girl with Alabama. It was AJ
4: McCarron's uh, wife. Yeah, it was his girlfriend. Oh my! My Lord. God! Yeah, she is a looker right there. AJ McCarron, you are a hate... lucky man. I mean, like, he wouldn't he stop. He back too. and uh you're like hey you're like hey captain Stabbin, chill it
3: out here a little bit (laughs) let's calm it down there captain is there any chance that captain
4: Stabbin is still alive like at all
3: we did we did a whole looky look on captain
4: you know what i tell you what for everyone for the listeners and for you and for everyone involved i'll do the research okay i'll 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 go down i'll see I'll, i'll take a look at what Captain Stavin is doing now, I'll try right to get you. in touch with them. You know, I'm a man of the people,
3: of Welsh, you so are. I'll
4: I'll do the research. Here.
3: You give the people what they want, and that you know, it's right. Right at the end of the day, what more can anybody ask for? Stabbing. uh a yeah, little bit, a little bit of a turn here. NBA <laughs> lottery was this week, and I, like I said, like I didn't know literally until day of, and I happened to be um this wacko day of driving i'm barely in my car anymore and phone was dead so i was forced into doing like the worst thing you could do in your car bogman and that actually i can't like
4: reese mcguire no i can't (laughs) i can't
3: i can't say what i was about to say because we're on we're on the mightier (laughs) 1090 a.m in san diego hi everybody so i uh I, i was having to like Listen to some radio or something. I Listen to like local radio. Uh, I'm not saying that's the worst thing. That's not what I was inferring at all. And um, they mentioned, hey, the draft is the draft lotteries tonight, and I was like, what? I'm like, no, it's not. it The playoffs ever just starting? What are you talking about? And they're no, like, yeah, it is,
4: dummy. <laughs> it is, it is,
3: dumbass. It totally is. And um, the big talk was, you know, could the Phoenix Suns get some run? People rooting for them for what they did in the bubble. And I, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't in my mind really recall like who were the favorites again. I I guess I remembered the Knicks weren't great. I know the Warriors were near the top, you know, the Suns for a time they ended up getting the invite and then, yeah, they, but they changed their entire scope. So I didn't really have like this big idea of how it was going to go down, but presumably I think the Knicks were expecting kind of a top spot and the Warriors were expecting to be somewhere in the top three. And I think there was a little bit of a shock on uh, on the front end, as the NBA lottery was set, where the Minnesota Timberwolves, they, uh, I, I like how the Roto World blurb says they edged out the Golden State Warriors. Like, I don't think it was a competition. I'm pretty yeah, sure it wasn't. It was- they
4: they were yeah. literally the ping pong balls. Yeah,
3: I'm so. pretty. i pretty. They didn't even play like table tennis yeah. to do this. They just like <laughs> burr, 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 bing and they take it out. The Timberwolves <laughs> have the number one pick. The Warriors ended up getting the uh, second pick. Hornets at three. Bulls at four. You had the Cavs at five, which fell back a little bit. Hawks at six, Pistons at seven, the Knicks at eight, which had to be kind of nutty. Wizards at nine, the Phoenix Suns at 10, which probably would shock people thinking like how amazing they were during the bubble. Spurs 11, Kings 12, and the Pelicans are at 13. And that is your draft lottery that is set up before the play- playoffs has even ended, Box.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, you know, it, it's... Uh... The Cavs getting the fifth pick is kind of surprising because they had the same odds to get the number one pick as the Warriors and the Wolves, but they just didn't quite make it there. So uh, people are I don't think people are really liking this uh, different, you know, leveled odds. And the last time the Wolves picked number one overall, they got cat. But I I think that they're uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you've done a little more research into this than I have. The Welsh, Uh, there's not a number one consensus overall guy. It's between, like, I think Edwards and isn't Wiseman in there pretty well, high. Um, so
3: so it, it's it's kind of adjusted out a little bit. So there are probably two guys. There's probably legitimately two guys that could go number one. Uh, but ironically, well, maybe you could even go into three. I really shouldn't say that. But LaMelo Ball has is someone that a yeah. lot of mocks have put at number one. Anthony Edwards is another one of those. I see differing opinions on James Weissman. There's Obi Topin that's been thrown around there and Killian Hayes. Those are kind of all players that we've seen move around. Most likely, I think the top of the draft is going to look like Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball. That's probably what the draft is going to look like. So let's say, for argument's sake here, Wolves end up going with Anthony Edwards. Warriors are in a weird spot
4: because, you know, do you you need the LaMelo Ball? I mean, if you you see the last time that the... The Warriors picked right after the Wolves in the lottery. Uh, they took Flynn, uh, the the Wolves did, and then the Warriors took Curry.
3: Okay, well, that works out. Now, but, you know, one interesting thing they could do is they've still got, I think, one more year of D'Angelo Russell, I want to say, and they could move him. You could bring LaMelo Ball in, and he could be the off-guard, theoretically, um, you know, and, and there's a good point of leadership, I think, that would work well, where I could see LaMelo Ball working in, um, in Golden State. But, you know, a team like Golden State, in my mind, It might be better set moving that pick, especially if they can get some big asset, you know, a team that wants to move into that spot. They might be better doing that. And then, yeah, then it's just a total crapshoot. And I think we're so far gone from the understanding of the prospects. James Weissman, big seven foot one center from Memphis at one time was kind of near the top. Killian Hayes is another one of those uh, guys that people kind of get excited about but I think we're so far removed at this point. If you don't have a top three or four pick, it's just going to be weird. It's going to be You're also pretty
4: weird. far removed here. You, you forgot Russell was traded to the Wolves in the middle of the season at the trade deadline. Remember that? So uh, You're Russell's right. I,
3: see, I Andrew Wiggins, I forgot about uh, yeah. Wiggins coming in. I 100% yeah, yeah. forgot about that. So that would give them an opportunity. That seems people...
4: like, I, I got to be honest, dude, the NBA trade deadline seems like it was that. four years ago. Because it that happened season feels like it was four years ago, dude. That happened. We're still ending that season. that happened, crazy. and then we had four months, three months of nothing. So it, it's been it's been crazy. So I can I can, yeah, I i told you're hundred percent right. If I'm it's now coming back to me, the whole like hey cat and had, russell, like, are oh, best God, friends. I that up. Like I was no. thinking in my head, I was like, so I just went to look and you know. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if if I was right or you were right, to be honest. Well, I mean, so. they could
3: play. I mean, the Warriors have an opportunity where they could play small ball. If you bring in, you have Curry, you bring in Lamelo Ball, Clay is your uh, three, Andrew Wiggins is your four, and uh, Draymond Green is your five. They could, they yeah, Marquis
4: Mar- Chris played pretty well for them down, you know, down the stretch there. Marquis Mar- so. Chris as
3: well. Or they could transform it, which I don't think they necessarily would. But the Warriors aren't a team that. I was just having this conversation with Spore actually on the uh, baseball podcast, where you've seen uh, basketball adapt. We were talking about the adaptability where baseball doesn't adapt, where basketball's adapted to. There really isn't a big man that doesn't shoot threes at this point. If you can't pop six or seven threes in a game at the five, you're not going to get a gig in in basketball. But the Warriors are one of those unique teams. Well, they don't need, you know, they had cousins in there. They don't just need. have somebody
4: grab the board and, and throw. So it. So that's you know? why Weissman. That's why yeah, Weisman, Weissman pretty good pick for them. Yeah. yeah Weissman
3: yeah. can make a lot of sense for them. Big seven foot one center. Uh, presumably, you know, De- um, DeMarcus Cousins, not, you know, making any type of return because he's going to probably try to go get a contract or something like that. But it was really weird. And I had to, I just didn't like it. I didn't like that. They, they You didn't did like it stuff.
4: last year either, because the Suns were was supposed to get a top three pick. Well, and they no, wound i up like, Six or whatever, right? No, no. so
3: I hate how they're doing it. Uh, that I despise, yeah. but I also hated that they should have adapted, they should have just waited till after the season. Was Rachel
4: Nichols, uh, at least super hammered and saying, uh, you know, calling it out? Uh, do you remember when I, her uh, and yeah. Boj got, yeah. uh, I don't think that was at the lottery, that might have been at the actual draft, but they were. Uh she she was kind of trashed at the end of it. So. Well, if
3: you ever I mean if you ever hear interviews with Rachel, I mean, you know, she'll uh yeah you know, I mean, you know, she parties. She talks about how she likes to drink and yeah, stuff Yeah, so she, she, she Yeah. Yeah, she has fun with the bar stool guys and stuff like oh, that. I great. love yeah. I love Rachel Nichols. I think she's great for the NBA. But yeah, like Woj was doing the whole like uh you know, the Warriors have serious interest in blah blah blah, and that he was just inferring that's who they're gonna draft. Right,
4: it's, right. It was, it's yeah, super yeah the but, uh but the I just didn't wo- like that they she- did this. He he would tweet, uh, the Celtics are concentrated on blah, blah, yeah. blah, because, you know, the NBA said, hey, don't tweet out the picks before they happen. So yeah. uh, instead of saying they are going to take, he would say they're they're locked in. They're, uh, they're focused on blah. It was a really weird language that he used. For that. Yeah,
3: Very I, I just wish I just wish they would have adapted. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, baseball kept um, their draft, even though they adjusted it. Football kept their draft. So, okay, they set the lottery. I don't know.
4: I thought they this could have adjusted this. This is a lottery from now on. Wh- whichever broadcast team for the team is the least offensive ah. gets the first pick. Okay. So we should have a- an evaluating team. Bring back Al this. McCoy
3: to the Suns. Bring back yeah. Al McCoy. That's what <laughs> we McCoy's need. Al McCoy's
4: still doing it. Is he still he, doing it? I don't know. He's still doing it.
3: Oh, my God. That guy's he's amazing. He's So, McCoy's like four foot ten, too, and he's just still going with it. So, all right. Hey, we got to go to break here. We'll be back here in just a minute as we're wrapping up our one right here and in this league.
2: Shazam! Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
1: as well said you were coming what else did he say he said you were the best in the parsec scott bogman former imperial sharpshooter that's not saying much i wasn't a stormtrooper wise ass please excuse his lack of decorum in this league this is the way stop touching things
3: Sorry, right, friendos in this league it's welsh and bogman I like that hour one in the books what a weird experience for like both parties the podcast crew that's like hey you guys the segments are changing again the long-standing podcast that we've had and um you know what are you talking about with the radio and then you know like the seven dudes who are just like <laughs> sitting on the curb at 3.30 in the morning hey, come on
4: between two and five come on truck drivers let us know uh let us know that you're listening to us at bogman sports at is it the Welsh on the Twitter we would see
3: yeah. it yeah maybe uh on the uh, on the 5 let us know uh you're on the uh, right driving down the 5 and you're checking us out here but a uh, weird experience but cool you know hey listen uh ITL you can uh, listen on the radio on the radio if you want but you can always find the podcast uh, just search ITL in this league you're going to also find all of our other podcasts which are uh, a multitude of them the football the baseball We've got prospect stuff, college stuff, which whatever actually happens with the college season. And then, of course, this one, three hours of it, baby. You get three hours of it. And you got right. John Lobb. Well, what's going down here with uh, Lob? You guys are going to do some football, a lot of football to talk about.
4: Yeah, yeah, a lot of football with Bubba and Lob. I'm going to talk about this big Fantasy Pros article where they had 55, um, you know, you be industry careful. people. Yeah, not experts. I don't want to say. Uh, it. I was
3: about to say, better, better be careful with fantasy pros, you know. Like, well, uh, I know Matthew
4: no. Barry wasn't involved. I was about so. to say
3: Matthew uh, Barry might get very upset for what they're doing to the industry. Uh,
4: five five uh, 55, uh experts or industry people, however you want to say it, uh, gave their consensus on who is who is a sleeper, and uh-huh. um, we're going to go over that with uh, with Casey Bubba first. And then with John Lobb.
3: Oh yeah, the so. Casey Bubba's coming up. Yeah, exactly. Well, one of the weird weeks. I'm uh, I'm not here for hour two and three, uh, but you know, it's it's been a weird week. It's been a really been a really weird weird been yeah. a weird week. The whole uh, the whole process through with uh, <laughs> watching the the fights, having mainstay industry people fight each other. Some get canceled. Announcers getting canceled. Actual not canceled culture, but canceled games because of COVID. And then you know always the question is football going to maintain this season college football trying to um you know keep a season keep the semblance of a season and uh, football just trying to keep their uh, their proverbial helmets on their heads as the big storm is coming all right don't go anywhere hour one in this league in the books hour two is coming up casey bubba in the house thank you
2: guys itl we'll be back